Whoa. Hello again. Welcome back. To us. Hey, if you're... um, They're not. <laughs> if you're in the mood to hear the two of us talk for roughly an hour about absolutely nothing, you, uh, you've you come to the right place. Leave now. Leave now? Go. I just said you've come to the right place. They don't want to be here. Well, it's too late to turn back because it's I Now Pronounce You Mom and Dad podcast. Happy podcast, everybody. Wow. I just want everybody to know that we re-recorded this part and he told me happy Valentine's Day and he called me his blushing bride and he wanted to re-record it. I just need everyone to know that. <laughs> and I was about to get right back into those um, incredible uh, showering of compliments before you cut me off. But hey, that's that's what our relationship is. Happy Valentine's Day to you and to everyone else cool. who might find themselves... Lonely on a day like today, uh, we should start over. Um, You're terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I hate the sound of my voice and my own laughing especially. Keep it going. Hello, how are you? What have we done? Well, first let me say um, that we have done little to nothing. Usual. And secondly, let me say that I didn't have a follow-up. Well, we... I did get you a, a Valentine's Day gift. It was for everybody, basically. So you're going to jump right myself. into that. For myself. Okay, weekly you're recap. Let's see. what. Um, take it all the way back to last Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Nothing. I don't remember any of it. Neither do I. It's amazing. You know, if I had a dollar for every uh, subject that I had a passionate take on during the week that I just couldn't give two shits about on the weekend, I'd have a good amount of money but that's and I adhd would buy for you. something with it and that's adhd for you <laughs> just to finish my sentence word okay so yeah valentine's day plans what were they get extra high get extra horny um none of those things happened and none of those things were plans either <laughs> but i thought it was funny what were Looking we going back, to it's do? terrible no we were gonna have the kids spend the night at my parents house so we could have a night of watching movies and lovemaking, and that didn't happen, so. Well, do tell, and do not spare any details. Uh, we had to pick up the kids early. Well, hey, hold on. No big I got deal. you a pretty good Valentine's Day gift, and you didn't even say anything about it. Not yet. It's my obsessed with at the end of the say episode. It. Okay, oh, fine. Okay, I'll burn fine. it. Wait, I'll burn no, it here. Don't. Leave it for your obsessed. Or no, whatever. actually, we need to talk about it now because it wow. pertains to the weekend. Uh, right. Amanda got me this awesome projector. I'm Amanda, in case anybody didn't know. I'm just finding Hello. this out now as well. well. Uh, a super cool, super good quality projector to give the feel of a... Um, Movie theater. Yes, yeah, so the theater feel from your home and because we are missing it big time, right? Yeah. I know I am. I am too. Um, although a lot of people's... <laughs> thing that they love about the theater is like the communal experience being in a packed i hate that i yes i mean yes <laughs> same i'm cool with like just the two of us and maybe an old couple in the back i want to i didn't know that they did this before but you can rent out a movie theater for like a hundred bucks right now it's not very uh and expensive. that's not I mean, if you save up that money and and you want to go see a movie, because we haven't gone in like a year and we used to go often. I guess so if you're adding up what we've saved by not going, yeah. Yeah. So um, you can do that, but there aren't any movie theaters that are open around here, so it's not even an option anyways. So I wanted to do this projector thing because I thought it'd be cool. And it was very cool and I really loved it and appreciate it. And uh, we put it to use right away. Well, actually, I think the night before... I'll be honest, it took some time to dial the thing in. A lot tricky. of reading, a lot of mistakes, but that's where you find... A lot of keystones. Okay, so you have to set the <laughs> the focus and you have to set the keystone, whatever that means. You don't care. Basically the angle of the lens. Anyway, a lot of troubleshooting and finally got it to work. And luckily, you already had backdrops from like photo shoot stuff that we yeah. used as the screen. But back to loving the theater but loving an empty one. That's our take on it, is that uh, we just like to be somewhere else with I, a big screen, look, big sound system. I hate having anybody else around me. I 
I didn't used to be like this, but lately, whenever we went, uh, I'd have to have like an end seat because I don't want to sit by anybody else. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's how it goes. So it would be great to go now if one was open, even if they were only allowing, you know, little occupancy because there wouldn't be anybody there. Uh, Yeah, it would be cool. But I um, never used to think about whether or not it was a packed theater or not. It never bothered me. Me neither. And then uh, there were some pretty unfortunate stories in the news about, you know, shootings oh, yes. and, or uh-huh. things of that nature happening in multiple theaters. And now the thought of that freaks me out every time I go. So when the less people are there, the happier I am because I feel like the less possibility there is for something tragic to happen although that's just catastrophizing everything as i do but uh I, so yeah i think about that too i do now every time i, I go I do okay too. is there anyone directly behind us and how many people are here i have such terrible intrusive thoughts like that like if there's somebody behind me i'm always like what if this person has a huge knife right now and they just yeah. stick it right into my chair i, th- I mean that's bizarre right <laughs> i think the same way too and i, th- I have a problem I do that when the kids are like playing or when we go anywhere. Okay. I think or, I even told you. Oh, go well, ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, two seconds. But whenever, I mean, I think this very often, I always think, what if there's a knife sticking up from my pill right now and I lay my head down? <laughs> Christ. Okay. I know. that My issue goes a little bit deeper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't had that. But what I do have is just constant, I get, yeah, intrusive thoughts about worst case scenarios yeah about every situation i could be in and when i'm driving on the freeway i just it feels like final destination like i see myself getting in a terrible accident that's intrusive all the time Mm -hmm. and then like i snap out of it like oh no did that just happen or is that about to happen i get scared surprisingly those kinds of thoughts are very common especially Um, because i've had a couple of uh those collisions now yeah Oh, you know what? Maybe that's that is when they started. The oh well, then there you go. But very recently, in the last year or so. Oh yikes! I got in an accident on the way home from work. Yep, and it shot the insurance right up. Thank you. But you are okay, so. I can what say that. sucks is it was a guy in the lane next to me who kept swerving over into my lane, and it was yeah. scaring the mm-hmm. the bejesus out of me. So I went into the next lane over to get away from him, and they were slamming on their brakes as I changed lanes. So like three cars hit each other. And of course, these guys were all furious at me. And I told him, look, I was just trying to get away from an accident. The other guy, yeah. And it caused another one. My bad. My bad, guys. Yeah. So we set up the projector, right? We got the kids going off to your mom's house. Yes. It's going to be a great night. Uh, we thought it was going to be a great night. And it was. We just had a little hiccup. The kids had to come back home because my mom was... Not feeling super right. well, so we picked the kids up, and then um, and, and it was you know the night fine. the night was ruined. Thanks, mom. No, <laughs> no, it truly wasn't. It was not. Ruined we just brought at all. the kids back home, made dinner, and then they, went about. They were our plans. whiny when we picked them up because they wanted to to stay, but honestly, when we got home, they were fine. It's like they never happened. Yeah, and then they watched a little bit on the projector, a little bit of a movie, and then um, we sent them the hell to bed so we could. Mm-hmm. That didn't make sense. And then, um, oh, that makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Re- redo that part. And then we sent the kids to bed. Okay, perfect, brilliant. Cut, print. Hate you. Why? No, I love you. Okay, love you too. Uh, here, where were we? Um, okay, so we we take the usual two hours to pick a movie. Oh my god. We settle on a movie we've both we're the seen multiple worst. times. We're toxic. And that actually brought up some interesting uh, thoughts of mine. Oh, do tell. I, uh... <laughs> um... <laughs> okay, I'm trying out a new thing where, like, I have the sound clips ready here instead of putting them in later. Okay, so just what so happened I can... to the pushing buttons thing? Couldn't figure it I out. I did push that button. Oh, I thought but it was But I don't good. know how to hook it up to the thing. Oh, okay. Anyway, just a little boring... Uh, people who don't know how to make a podcast talk. Okay, back to movies again. That got you thinking. Thinking like some movies 
are better suited in different environments. Like some obviously are better for the big screen and some you enjoy more on a smaller screen. Like for instance, we watched Prisoners last night on the big screen, on the big projection, which probably made it like a 70 inch screen if you were thinking about it. Don't you think? Yes. I don't know. I'm guessing. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I was looking at you funny. Yes. Yes, it was um, very big. And it. so we set it up in our bedroom, like right on the edge of our bed, basically. Yes. So it was, so like it was in the massive. Movie. So it feels like you're right there. And. Um, but Prisoners is one of my favorite movies. I loved it. And I've seen it that probably four or five it. times already. Uh, loved it. And loved it last night too, but it was a different experience. Like it, you would think you'd feel more immersed in it with that big of a screen, but with that type of movie, I, I think I, in, I'm more locked in and enjoyed it even more when I watch it like on a laptop with headphones on. I don't know why some movies when I watch like that, no, some movies when I watch like that, I don't like it. Like, um, you you know what? Probably like Mission Impossible would be great on that screen. Here's you in a nutshell. Can't be satisfied. That's my slogan. <laughs> uh, and apparently it's your slogan. What? No. <laughs> Huge projector. Can't be immersed in it. Tiny. No, I loved it. Tiny but that type iPad. of movie, I was thinking more about like how cool the. Sh- the You're f- overthinking. Yes. Well, of course I'm overthinking. I Hello, know, have but we met? Come on. But I was thinking how cool it looks, and then I was like taken out of the story, where if you're like locked in on a smaller screen, you can see everything. It's was, just that type of story. Well, I was locked in. And then we watched a little bit of Harry Potter after that, and that was good. And then That we was the perfect Office. for that. That was, in, that was fun, too. But Harry Potter was great on there. That's why I meant like a, maybe like a more of an action, turn your brain off and just watch it thing be even better it would be good for an action movie too yeah we should try yeah that. so uh, the long-winded way to get to this is movie chemistry is a big deal in a relationship hey it's valentine's day let's pretend like we talk about relationships chemistry is a big deal in general yes but i'm talking about movie chemistries and how do you watch um and so like last night like i was saying we were watching that movie usually i'd be so serious and intense about it like, don't make a noise. I'm going to be... And I found myself wanting to make jokes about a lot of stuff. You are the... And don't take this the wrong way. The worst person to watch a movie with if you have already seen it. Really? No, not the worst. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. It's just... <laughs> it, it's an experience. I don't know what you're it's talking about. And you know what I'm frankly, talking about. Frankly, I'm a little offended. Uh, we'll I'm talk offended. after the pod. <laughs> no, I'm you know referring I'm to of. how you watch a movie. And now last night we watched yeah. that movie and I was in a different mood and I felt myself wanting to crack jokes about certain things, which I've never watched that movie or a movie. Really? Because you looked like you were going to fall asleep the entire time. That's a completely different thing. That's a That's a tired man. Just trying to hold on and trying to get <laughs> squeeze some fun out of a weekend. We did start it at 10 o'clock, and it's a two-and-a-half-hour movie. Holler at your boy. Um, but I found myself like feeling like wanting to talk through it, but it's not a talk-through movie. And no. I was wondering, how do you prefer to watch? Because I know some people are like, I need it dark, no sound, no snacks, nothing. And some people like to talk the whole time or pause and like give their two cents which i do i do on like a more lighthearted movie i love to pause it and be like what do you you know whatever yeah and i love that well um i think it depends on the movie like you said typically that movie is not a movie that you would want to do that in or while watching um like when we were watching roadhouse we were just well that is yes that okay that's a perfect example, yeah. That's the type Stuff of movie. Stuff like that. Um, we like to talk about it or if things are like, don't make sense or, you know. Yeah, you're you're pointing out like flaws. If the green or, screen looks terrible, we'll talk about that, you know. Yeah, or we'll um, be like, now, or yeah, we'll pause it and say, if things no are one would ever say that. If things are completely unrealistic, then it's like, come on, that would never happen. Well, something I do a lot is like 
even though I have no place or grounds to critique <laughs> anything, will critique like some of the filmmaking itself. Like that, a person would never say that. They only made right. that character say that line so that this guy could ask this question. Well, it's to set up whatever it is they're trying right, to do. Right, but if it's like, I'll be like, well, that was kind of sloppy. But then I go, and what have you written, sir? <laughs> Nothing. The okay. one. The one during the COVID. Yeah, that. Whatever. So, yeah, but I think chemistry with that is good. Like, you got to agree to watch the same way. And even if you're going to switch back and forth from styles, because sometimes I love to just watch a movie just to comment on it the whole time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's like, well, this movie's way more enjoyable this way. And then other ones is like, shut off the lights, don't say a word. Don't even snack. I don't even know if you've ever done that before. I do it all the time. But when it's a movie Not that I... Not when you're watching with somebody else like me. Usually I've seen it already. And if you've seen it already and I haven't seen it, you are the loudest motherfucker You know in the why? <laughs> and I'll tell you why. It's because you're so easily lo- distracted well, or you'll so easily lose interest if it doesn't like go okay yes i and know you'll start but looking this at your phone I, no why 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 no why, no why, no why, no, why. no 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 you'll start looking at your phone and i'm like if you miss this part then even if you put your phone away in 20 minutes this big thing's gonna happen but it will have no impact on you because you missed the setup so here's I'm how const- it goes we put the movie on we put the movie on and you're just giving me the play-by-play as I'm watching, though. And I'm like, I know. I'm literally watching it with you. But I don't I don't trust that you're actually <laughs> you paying attention. Like, I can see your phone right there. And you I'm can't. thinking, there's no way she's... You can't. I'm hiding it very well. You can't see it. It's never... It's never... And I'm sure it comes off this it way. Never and I'm guilty of it. So if it comes off this way, then that's what it is. Mansplaining. But that's what it is. But that's not how I mean it, of course, which means nothing. Intent means nothing. I know that, and I'm sorry. But uh, I've never taken it that way. Well, maybe you should have. No, it's just I just think it's annoying. Okay, can we switch to maybe <laughs> just being mansplaining then? Because that's so much more hurtful. Annoying? Yeah. Oh, okay. But um... I'm fine uh, emotionally. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, <laughs> My apologies. I didn't mean to make you feel bad. But no, you know. I don't feel bad. I just feel terrible. <laughs> no, I, I forgot well, what I was yeah, saying. I all of it, I, it is like, stop talking to me about it. Okay. I'm, but I'm telling you what my reason is for and that. And I'm telling you what my feeling is. No, because about once that. you decide you don't like a thing or like it's not good, you, you'll. Basically, I love the thing so much that I, I, and I think you'll love it if you'll give it the chance. So that's why I'm like, I don't think she's given this thing the chance to fall If you were to, to just be like, it. Amanda, I really love this thing. Like, please. If please I said watch those words, you would, you would say, then I'll never watch it. That's bullshit. I'd watch it right now. Let's do this. Turn this off. Watch what? This I is hypothetical. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I watched Dunkirk. I watched. The you Mission loved Impossible. Dunkirk. I know. I thought it was good. So that's why I do that because I'm like, I know these. I've seen this movie three times, and I know that these subtle things I didn't pick up on until the third time. So I might as well just help her see them the first time. No, I'd rather just miss it and then ask you fifty questions. <laughs> what I'm afraid is you'll miss it. Pick up your phone and then then go. That movie sucked. But even if I watched it, I could still think that movie sucked. And if you did watch it. Full attention. Yeah, and I thought it sucked. Then what? I would say, fine, you're crazy. Let's watch it again. <laughs> Let's but at watch least again I would know right you now. watched it instead of <laughs> stared at TikTok through half of the thing. TikTok, TikTok. Don't That's say, not what I'm looking at. Don't say you don't TikTok. I, I, okay, if you want to feel six times older than you actually are, then sign up for TikTok because... They think twenty early twenties is old. So is it uh, more sad to feel old when you look at TikTok, or to not feel old when you look at it? <laughs> it's like that's just <laughs> pathetic, right? I look at it no. and you're like, I get this. I get the joke. I don't feel What's like wrong? I'm old. I don't. Uh, okay, our age, we're thirty six, thirty seven. We're not old. That's not old. Okay. Well, eighty wh- years is old. Uh, tell it to an eighty-year-old. 
Yeah, I know. What were we talking about? TikTok. Oh, we're talking TikTok? We're TikToking? We're talking about the TikTok. Okay, what about it? They just make you feel bad. For your age? Yeah. They're really ageist. It makes me feel like <laughs> I I only follow like three people on there, and I just downloaded it to follow these people because I know they make funny things. But it makes it just makes me feel like, well, I should be doing this too then, right? But I don't have funny ideas like that. The thing with TikTok and everything, one person does something, and then they all do it. So it's all recycled, but that's with everything. Those obviously. are the things I don't like when it's like uh, somebody well, comes like, up with an idea. It's a trend, yes, and then there everybody it is. does it. That's, it's different. Those are the main things. Yeah, not so bad when it's like here's a question, and then everybody gives their own unique answer. That's yeah, fine. That's different. But when it's like somebody makes up a sketch or right. like a little like thirty second skit, and then someone else does the exact same skit with their partner. Right. Or whoever is like, wait, I, they already did that. Ooh, ooh, let's do that. What's one of the? What's one of the? <laughs> well, okay, like the water bottle one from like in the very beginning of quarantine, where it was like squirt the water on someone. It's like, yeah. but but somebody did it, and then someone else did it, and it's like, well, they already did that. I guess. Well, we're looking weird. They're okay. looking for different type of reactions, I guess. I mean, but the it's reactions not different. Are, yeah. Or well, what's a newer one? I don't know. So many of them are just like doing the exact same thing, but they're, they're all doing the exact same thing. But it's just, I guess it's it's just who you want to follow, and I don't know really, to be honest. Well, it's one thing if you use the same sound clip and come up with your own unique joke behind sure. it. You know, like you change the make it a double meaning or some of them are so funny and so clever. I, that's another thing. And it's like, it really can't makes me angry. The way they, the <laughs> way that they're approaching it now is like, what? This is brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. But how did they ever, like, reverse engineer this? Because they right. had to hear the sound clip first, and then they came up with this thing to make it. It completely changes the meaning of what the clip, original clip is. Right. It's brilliant, and they I wish my had, brain worked that way. They hear the clip from somewhere else, and then they think, oh, what if I did this with it? And then they make something. And yes. And I remember I do that all the time in my head, or at least I thought I did. But then seeing people on there do it, I'm like, okay, this is like three more steps advanced. I don't know how they came up with this. Yeah, I don't get it. But the ones where it's like everybody uses the same song and they all do the exact same thing. And it's yeah. like, yeah, this is no different from the first 200 people that did it. You're doing the exact same thing. That is like. Ugh, it makes me cringe. You know Ooh. what? I heard somebody else describing that, describing TikTok, why they don't use it. And mm -hmm. he said, he said, uh, TikTok is the Macarena. <laughs> it's just like a trend that comes on. Everybody does it. Everybody treats, acts like they're the first one to do it, or it's not like played out or cringy after the first time. Or it's like, that's going to leave a mark. You know, like the people thing with, will still say that joke and yeah. it's like, what? No, it's done. Well, the thing with TikTok is you can get viral, I guess, really quickly. And um, you're just easier to be seen, I guess, on there versus like Instagram or something, which everyone is saying it's dying and people are leaving Instagram because it's just not doing very well as far as like engagement and stuff like that. You have to do all these things now. Like liking a picture is nothing. Nothing now, basically. You have to um, save it, share it. Fucking, you have to do all these Repost. things. I think liking it is like, might as well not do anything. It doesn't do anything anymore. You can't just like it anymore. You have to, you have to prove that you actually love it. <laughs> In you your have soul. to yes, you have to prove it. You can't just like it in quotes. You have to like it and prove to me you like it. Exactly. By doing so, these five other things. You have to do five things for each fucking post. Yes. So just to help the other person out. So you're asking people to go So if everybody could do that for me on yeah. the business page. <laughs> Please <laughs> jump in and waste your weekend on that. So I wanted to try to do the TikTok thing for the business stuff and I honestly, I'm just so over social media in general. I try to do it, but I just don't care. You don't really. Anymore. You mean you're over having to use it? 
Yes. Over having to use anything in general. For anything. I've always Just used tired. it for strictly for like entertainment, for like downtime, nothing else to do entertainment. And, uh, but like I said earlier, my ADHD had other plans. I know, like I, I'll get really in what you do is like, you get really obsessed with a new thing. You, you love it. You obsess over it. You learn everything about it. You start it up. And then like a week later you lose all interest and abandon it. <laughs> yes. Like I do with the drum page. I started it, posted like 15 videos and I haven't done one in like a month because I'm over it. Yeah. Throat thing. Um, are you really? Well, in the sense that I'm obsessed with like wanting to make a bunch of videos and post them and, uh, yeah, like stuff like that is always short lived with me. I don't know why. Well, it's an, it's the, uh, the cycle of like an ADHD. I was going to say, is that an ADH? Yes. As far as like interest, for example, I, I have this meme saved or whatever you call it. It says life cycle of interests with ADHD brain or whatever. You go from it's fascinating, growing curiosity, hyperfixation, let's learn everything about it. I'm getting bored and tired, losing interest. Why do I find this interesting? And then you just move on to something else. And I do that all the time, but with the same things. Like I'll go back and forth between four different things. But as uh, maybe everybody deals with that, but like as soon as the initial, like this is a new thing, excitement wears off. It's lame. Like the, I'm the same way. The greatest part about being in a band is forming the band and like coming up with a name <laughs> and a logo. And then after that, it's kind of all downhill of like boring. But enough about me. Let's talk about B, Britney Spears. What are the updates? What's the dealio? Well, we watched the documentary... Let us know if you're tired of hearing about what we've watched, because that's basically all we do is watch stuff, so you're going to hear about it. We're big watchers. Please message us with some questions or some topics or something. Please do this. And please forgive me, because I'm realizing right now that I have not checked an email or or a message in a long time, so you might have already done it, and we might have ignored it. They haven't. So we haven't been ignoring our very few fans. They're not fans. fans. They're people who hang out with us. I'm so sorry. No. But Britney Spears has fans and they are out in droves. They're furious. And I am too. Sure. Anybody with a conscience and a... Framing Britney Spears, I believe it's called, was the documentary that we watched. Yes. Um, And it was pretty crazy. Looking back and growing up in that time... You can watch it on YouTube. YouTube, Hulu, If you're wondering FX, where to find it. I think. It's like, yeah, I think it's Just like created it by Hulu and New York Times, but it's on YouTube, so. Look it up. Um, looking back, like, when I was younger, when she was, you know, around and all of that, you didn't think much of anything that was happening to her. It was very much like, she's the one. She's the one that sucks. She's, like, crazy. Mm-hmm. She's the bitch. You know, I mean, because that's what ev- that's how it was back then. It was just like, yes, there's always, she's always the issue. You know, well, the woman is always the, the issue. woman. Yes, is always the issue. And looking back at her old interviews and and all that stuff, very hard to watch. It was really like, oh man. I know, and I remember. Well, I'll get into that in a minute, but. Yes, looking back is was just like I can't believe that this was like it encouraged. Was okay and it was encouraged. Well, one, of course, patriarchy. We don't need to give you a a lecture on how much men suck. Right. And then also like the overemphasis. I mean, it was like uh accepted as right was like purity culture. You know, and like it it's the whole like it's called the Madonna Whore Complex, Yay. which is, let me look this up, because I don't know anything. It's uh, it's men with this complex to de- desire a sexual partner who has been degraded, or in other words, the whore, while they cannot desire the respected partner, the Madonna. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I had a different understanding. <laughs> okay, what did you think it was? Well, okay, like they want women to act all like 
innocent and pure, but then the the people that they sexually desire are the are those who don't. So like they want Britney Spears to be, they want Britney Spears to be both people. They want her to be like proper, quote unquote proper and like innocent and pure, but they also are like, but I'm, she's the one I want to like be with, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you desire this type of woman, but then you shame them and uh, judge them for being the thing that you desire. I'm terrible at explaining this. No, I, it is like that, and uh, looking back, especially at all the interviews that she had to do, I mean, they were just terrible. I think one interviewer just blatantly asked her if she was a virgin at one point, and just completely putting her on the spot, like, it's so terrible, and Diane Sawyer was one of the ones that was really awful. The worst. With it. Terrible. It seemed like she was the most like uh, judgmental and very. So the, you know the, the MTV um, awards when she had like that snake. Yeah. She was wearing like that green bikini top or whatever it was bra. I don't know shorts. Anyways, this is uh, Diane Sawyer introduced her into the interview. Ladies and gentlemen, the most valuable square inch of real estate in the entertainment universe. And then they played like a 10 second clip of that and then like interviewed her after that. But just very um, terrible. (laughs) Just the questions and like what they're saying. Not even questions they're saying like you are... Um, you shouldn't be doing this and like what's up with this and like why are you this way it's mm-hmm. just very strange and just condemning and shaming and it's so it just doesn't is like a so, such a disconnect there because it's like well okay i'm the biggest star in the world so whatever i'm doing must be what the majority wants but then yet you're now turning around and shaming me for it yeah and another Another thing Diane Sawyer did was um, she held up several uh, magazine covers and images from photo shoots, and she would ask her, like, what happened to your clothes? And then so obviously that made her uncomfortable. So what can you do besides, like, laugh? And then she says, I have clothes on now. And then Diane Sawyer says, no kidding, but what's this about? Is it about shocking people? But it's just... It's wow. Yeah, I got it. I mean, we were so, and we still are at the mercy of, in my opinion, t- just like conservative Christian, what they would call like uh, morality, I guess. And it's so. Yes, it's, it's, here's the thing is society puts this thing on. Uh, famous people or people in the public eye, they want them to be a certain way. Like they put this, um, like Diane Sawyer also said to her, like, I thought you had a different relationship with young girls, like looking up to you. That, you put that on me. Like that, I never took that on. That's not mine to carry. Also, I'm showing young girls to be confident and proud of themselves. and not to, You know, like. That too, but also don't put that on me. I, I didn't say I'm here for this. This is, right. you know, of course, it's ridiculous. Um, maybe they do that to athletes too. And, and to, in it's some regards you, it's not your responsibility. Of course you have an awareness of like the influence you have over people. So like on big issues, but these are not big issues. Like this was just such a culture that still is so steeped and controlled and set up by one the patriarchy and uh, like male supremacy and what you would call like conservative Christian quote unquote values, right? Which blames which says sex is wrong or sexuality is wrong and should be something you hide uh, or should be ashamed of, and then uh, all the all the responsibility is on women. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you're causing me to stumble, you know? So it's like, well, it's women's job to be as modest and um, pure and conservative as possible because you're the ones who cause us to venture into, like, sinful whatever, which is like, so, well, 
this interview that she did with Diane Sawyer is, I'm looking at an article right now, that's why I keep talking about it, it's just so bad, like, <laughs> she just, everything that she says is terrible, it puts her as not the victim, she's the issue, everyone else right. is, like, the victim, and talking about Justin Timberlake, and, like, um, she kept pressing Brittany to admit like wrongdoing that she might have done because obviously she was the problem, right? Right. Like she wasn't faithful and, and all this stuff. And then, well, why wasn't she faithful? This guy was an asshole. Right. But, but that's not even truthful. It's just, Oh, she, she, I'm sure she wasn't faithful. That's why he had to do this to her. You know, that's why he had to make the music, the music video about her and call her a bitch and um, slut yeah, and all because this of stuff. the people in power who control the narrative, but it's all male perspective. So, and then, um, another, uh, part of the interview, um, Sawyer says something about, uh, oh, there was a quote. Um, from the uh, wife of a of Maryland's then governor, saying, "Really, if I had an opportunity to shoot Britney Spears, I think I would." And so Diane Sawyer, right, said that quote, and I basically like, "What do you think blamed, about this?" But like, almost like blamed her for yeah, it. Yeah, or like, "Well, you brought I this mean, on like, yourself." Look, look at this, and then um, and then Diane. So obviously, Britney Spears is like shocked and sad about this. I yeah. think that's. The like infamous crying that during because she first you know? tried to laugh it off, right? And then Diane says, because of the examples for kids and how hard it is to be a parent and keep all of this away from your kids, basically just saying like, do you get to have it both ways? You know, I'm not that innocent, or are you that innocent? Just basically, uh, shaming her, making her um, be the prime example for kids and. Uh, I'm not a kid's artist. I'm an adult right, woman. Exactly. She's, but also, yeah. ma'am, these are songs written by other people. I'm just performing. Like, this isn't my memoirs, you know? Like, Jesus. And she's being hypersexualized by society. She's not... She's sexualizing herself if she wants to, fine. But also, yeah. everyone else is doing it to her, for her, and then you're blaming her. I, yes, it's and it's because... We were at the time, and for so many people still today, right? Everything you do, sexual, you know, as far as that has to be, you're responsible for like what it does to other people, right? Exactly. So, yes, having a certain costume on stage could not mm -hmm. could be the furthest thing from anything sexual for the performer, but because someone else perceives it that way, I can't do it because they won't like it or they'll think it's this thing. It's the same reason why when somebody is sexually assaulted these same type of people would say, well, what were you wearing? It doesn't fucking yeah. matter what I was what wearing. What were you wearing? What were you doing? What did you do to make this happen? You don't get to decide what is sexual for me. I, if I'm wearing something that you think is revealing, it's not an, in, it's not an invitation for sex. Right. They th but they think that, oh, you're dressed provocatively, so you must be, this must be a sexual thing. No, this to me you just... You must be wanting this. Right. I, I, I think this looks good. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about sex at all. The fact that you're doing that doesn't mean I can't do it. Mm -hmm. You're not going to tell me I have to sacrifice what I am and how I feel about something so that you don't, quote unquote, stumble or feel a certain way, which is, I know I'm taking it back to like church talk now, but that's what they would tell girls back then like it's your responsibility you know boys urges and they say that now yes i know but <laughs> also on the other side of the coin now we've come so far in society if you're willing to to grow mm -hmm. whether they're trying to and are getting rid of like sex shame and putting the uh, onus on women or anybody who's is basically stopping the well did you bring this on yourself it's like no yes. i i've never brought this on myself there's no way where I can ever bring this on myself because your perception of me doesn't get to dictate how and what I am. Mm -hmm. And that's what they were saying back then was like, well, we perceive you as this slutty person because of your outfits and your dancing. Right. Well, I'm not that. You can see, even if I was, it's none of your business. I can be that if I want to, but also I'm not that. And then they sided with Tim, Justin Timberlake, who yeah. is now in hot water. 
Yeah, because of because of that, because of the Janet Jackson thing, she got so burned for that, and he got nothing. He's in hot water now because they're bringing up all his old comments and bragging about having sex with her on the radio. Yeah, I mean, years later, like he when he was doing concerts and stuff, he would sing or perform Cry Me a River, and he'd like do this whole little talking bit about uh, you thought like she was the one, but it turned out she was a bitch. And it's Cry Me a River, and that song is about Britney Spears. <laughs> the the dude sucks. Yeah, He's well, canceled. Sorry. Yeah, he couldn't hand. Well, I mean, I'm completely speculating here because it's not like I'm a part of it. But like, yeah, clearly, he couldn't handle her being as famous or more famous than him. So that documentary um, was about her um, conservatorship. <laughs> I can't say that. Conservatorship, word. which is Thank more you. of a conservatorship. Am I right? Yeah, you are right. You are very right. We've talked a lot about this, so let's blitz through it. Go. She got a divorce from Kevin Federline. She had this big custody battle, and she was being obliterated by the paparazzi nonstop, and she kind of had a breakdown. And then her father and managers, whoever, took up that as an opportunity to say that she's not capable of making her own decisions, and uh, they establish this conservatorship which basically means that they get to control her schedule and what she does and when she works and most importantly her finances which usually should never be controlled by a family member it should be controlled by a lawyer or something if you're not capable of doing so which they fought all these years her saying i'm fully capable of it but if it's going to stay in place i'd at least like to have a professional she didn't want her dad to have any part of it. Well, one, her dad and all the other people involved right. who are like... But she specifically said, I don't want my dad to be in charge of this thing. And they and he has Because they basically control her life. But yeah. if it were just like a third party, unbiased, they would be making uh, informed decisions, which was best for her. And if you have somebody... Like all these people were getting paid by her. So, of course, they have their best interest... In at heart, not hers. So there's a conflict of interest there. A lot of people say that the current boyfriend she has right now is very controlling as well. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it either. And they they showed this. Uh, this is on TikTok, <laughs> a free Britney TikTok or something. Anyways, um, and they showed a clip of a video that she posted. Like I don't know how long ago on Instagram, but it was like her and him, and they were doing a video together. I think they were working out. And it's so subtle, you probably, you wouldn't notice it unless it got pointed out, like, in this video. He, like, subtly just mouths, like, smile or something like that, like, smile. And and she was, like, serious. And then she, like, started smiling and makes, like, that robot face that she yeah. has been doing. It's just so weird and bizarre and sad. And, and now she might be in a bad place right now you know she might actually need a conservatorship but it should never be people who are on payroll of her who benefit from her being mentally unstable right you know so like anyway it got overturned just now and her father's no longer in control of it and it's going to go to i don't know who but wild um so not her sister no it i no family. Who's members. Bessemer? Everybody kept saying like Bessemer is now in control. Oh, I don't know. I, have to look I don't know either. But I uh, should have looked it up. But, We're really uh, good at this. This whole thing is like um, with everything we're talking about. Uh, and actually, we didn't even bring up yet the Evan Rachel Woods, Marilyn Manson thing. Which oh, is like yeah. mm-hmm. her finally coming out and naming him as like her abuser. Yeah. But anyway, it's just. It's one right after another. It's yes, and so it never stops and it never ends. Mm-hmm. And as a quote unquote man myself, I guess, if you could call me that, um, you know, it's, I just see it all and I go, there's no way I haven't been, I mean, not that level of awful, but, you know, it's like I've been this way before. Mm-hmm. I know that because every, there's no, there's no guy who hasn't. When you're in high school and you don't care about anything else but yourself and trying to be funny with your friends, you treat people this way. You treat yeah. women this way. And even into adulthood, people do it. 
so it's like I want to shit on these guys and they deserve it, but I also feel like, do I even have a place to talk? Not that these things shouldn't be said about them. They should, but should it be coming from me? Because, like, I hate these guys for how they are. And then I go, you were this, probably the same way, probably still are sometimes. So it's really hard. It just makes you look in the mirror and go, fuck. I you think know? the thing, the good thing about you is you're very... Um, aware of it all though so I don't think that you would necessarily I haven't seen you act that way now but the, I'm sure people who I mean maybe this Timberlake ass was aware of it but that doesn't mean he's not responsible for his actions 15 right. years what ago I'm you know what I'm saying is I, I'm aware of how you are acting and I think if I saw you being away I would probably check you on it I don't know well, that's true, but I just think I feel guilt and shame for, I was that, I didn't really care about what Britney Spears was doing, but I was that kind of guy. Pers- I was a boy, I was in high school, but I was still that like slut shaming. Right, and I was the same exact way. Because they tell you like this is, I mean, I can't put the blame on anyone else. I was an asshole. And it's weird, it's a weird jealousy thing, like. If you're a teenage boy and you pretend like you don't have like like Britney Spears, which is what I did, I was like, I hate her. <laughs> you do. <laughs> What's one thing you hate about her that you don't hate her at all? Is yeah. that it? But you know, all my friends were, like obsessed with her, but it was just me not wanting to admit that, like, you know, I don't know. So still a lot of growth to be done. When I'm pointing the finger, I'm just saying, like, I only recognize it because I see it in myself still. Not anymore, like, on that level, but I'm saying, like, you're never done checking yourself. Because there's plenty of times where I've just asserted myself where I shouldn't have, I think. And it's like, why do I, why am I having the final say on this? Why am I? And I'm saying give yourself a little bit of credit because there are so many people who aren't aware of that or they are, and they think it should still be that way. I don't think if they if they were aware of that, I don't know if they would. Well, if their think principles and their mm-hmm. upbringing and their beliefs tell them, like, well, a man I'm is a head of the you, household. I'm talking about you, though, specifically. I think you have grown a lot as a person, and and I think you should give yourself a little bit of a pat on. Yeah. Give yourself a little Maybe. handshake. Go like this, little one. Pleased to meet you. Yes. So, what did we say, Evan Rachel Woods? Do you remember when I brought it up and From, um, uh, Westworld, if, in case anybody, yes, Dolores, and a other a bunch of other stuff, but yeah, that's her like most, most current. current thing. Cajillionaire was with Marilyn Manson, and remember when I said I saw the video? Like it just came out that she named him as her abuser. Yes, and I was like, I gotta stop saying. It. And I was like, and I said to you at the time, I'm pretty sure I saw a video of her testifying about this like a year ago but mm-hmm. it turns out i looked into it that video she did but she never named exactly who it was but she said oh. you know i was in a relationship at this age from this year to this year and that's when she was dating him oh, so it was okay. like well but then she just came out and said no it was him yeah yeah i think somebody else also who dated him said the same thing many people did yeah but somebody Another famous person. I know Rose McGowan, like, backed her on it and mm-hmm. said... Like, and as well as... Who else? They said... Someone else. But I... And then I saw a thing that said, who was the... Who was the woman he was with for a long time? Oh, Dita. Yes, but yeah. she came out and, and it, I think she defended him. She did. Yeah. Um, I think it was kind of like her experience is her experience, and but I never felt that with him. But there were some interviews where um, they were together and what he was saying when he was with her was kind of questionable, kind of like, ooh, or, you know, just kind of weird. And I think Tom Green, it was a Tom Green interview. And I think during the break, he said something like, do you want me to have her like show you her tits or something like that? And Tom said it like on air, like something like that. And then there are like joking about it and i think she's like oh i've been with him for however many years i'm used to it at this point so 
yeah, she was kind of defending him. I guess maybe she just didn't care about that, or I don't know, to be honest. Look, you can have a relationship with somebody and it be perfectly fine, and doesn't mean they weren't abusive in the next relationship or the one before. Or, you know what? They could have very much have been abusive to you, and you could have been completely blind to it. Stockholm I mean, syndrome, even like right, you yeah, know, or who knows? But so his he's done. His career's over. I mean, not really, but like his label dropped him, and everybody just oh, ran away. I didn't know that. He put out a statement saying this is all Bullshit. false, and yeah. like everybody's. But I mean, he doubled down. Which even if you think you know that, why they, would you double they, down? They do a lot. It's so crazy because they do it a lot. You're not going to change anybody's mind, and they're definitely not going to give you a second chance if you don't apologize. But not to say that this guy should be weaseling his way into keeping his career going, but no, because he's always sucked to me. He's, no offense. We're we're good on enough stuff from him. I think he needs to. Yeah, he stopped go back being interesting about twenty years ago. <laughs> Uh, but he's done a lot of acting, so like that's all going to go away. Uh, transition to Army Hammer, also going away for good. <laughs> What's up with that guy? It's just getting worse and worse. I keep hearing and by the way, stories about he's been in areas where bodies have been found or something. Well, I don't know. So the whole like cannibal thing was that was all just like role play, like fantasy stuff. Like okay. he's not actually partaking in any of that. It's those texts that made people uncomfortable because you can't put your thing on somebody like that unless you've, you have to talk about these things. You have things. to have a serious conversation with somebody and there need to be boundaries. Yes, to say, do you want to pretend like I'm eating you? Right. Would that do it for you? We can agree to do that. So it was basically like, these are creepy texts. I wasn't into it. And then it unleashed or unfurled all these um people coming out saying like he was really abusive and did all this terrible stuff in these in in these relationships so it's that stuff that's damned him Mm -hmm. you know it's not the it's not odd fetish uh, thing that's fine you Mm -hmm. can do that but um yeah his age he's dropped out of um, or been kicked out of like multiple projects now and his agency dropped him and what sucks is he's from wealth and he's made his own wealth so it's like you know whatever he'll be fine financially yeah but he just can't (laughs) jet set around and be mr cool guy anymore right and same with Marilyn manson like i'm sure his fans don't care hopefully they do who knows so what are we what are we doing here what are we talking about today just chit chatting about a bunch of random shit I wanted to backtrack on the projector really quick, if I may. Actually, I guess we could save it for what is the bit that you want? Are you kidding me? No, yes. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yes, of course. What is the bit like at the end where it's like... What do you think? You want to jump into that? It's been an hour. What is it called? Please tell me. I don't have a bit. It's just like, what's what's your new obsession? Is that it? Sure. I don't have a title for it. It's your thing, so I don't know what to call it. What's that new obsession? Or what are you looking forward to? Is that a thing? Okay, the Minari movie. I was going to talk about that. We were going to go try to see a drive-in. Oh, yeah, that's right. A drive-through, drive-in. Stay with us. Help me. Because this timeline is harder than a. Have you seen Inception? This nothing compared to this. <laughs> we are fucked. We wanted to go see um, a movie yesterday, and good thing we didn't because we had a. It's so funny because, like, Valentine's Day is the same day every year. or same date every year. There's no way you could be blindsided by it. But yet we waited till we yesterday afternoon. We were blindsided. At about 3 o'clock, we were like, let's try to do something. We need to let's, do something. We need to do something really cool. The kids aren't here. They're going to spend the night at grandparents' house. Let's try to go to a drive-in movie. And so we've been wanting to see Minari. Yeah, um, it's an eight twenty four movie. You don't care about that. You um, don't care about it, but it's with <laughs> starring Steve Yoon from if you know him from uh, Walking Dead. He played Glenn in Walking Dead, which was by far the best character in Walking Dead. Oh, the best. Um, and he's and then just, Herschel. And then Herschel. Okay. And then yeah, but Steve Yoon is just an incredible actor. He made a movie called Burning a few years ago, which is kind of boring. But if 
I like boring movies, so it's not a big deal. But he plays but the he's most a good actor. Yeah, the most subtle, like eerie, kind of creepy guy in that movie, and it's great. And he's this movie's about um, uh, a Korean family that moves Minari, yes. to I think Oklahoma or Arkansas in the 1980s uh-huh. to as and buys like a farm. Right. And it's just about that, and we've been dying to see it. I want to see this so badly, and so we were talking like. It was playing at a drive-thru yesterday, and we were kind of deciding in L.A. if we wanted to go see that or if we wanted to kind of wait until it comes out in a couple weeks to just watch it at home because if we go to a drive-thru, we might be too far away. Right, which goes back to our first conversation. Maybe I should cut. Maybe I should cut this out and paste it at the beginning of the episode. Hey, do whatever the hell you want, but we didn't know if we should have gone or not. We ended up... Obviously not going because we had to get the kids, so it was a good thing. Well, and you know what? It's gonna look freaking awesome on the projector. So I hope so. Well, the thing is, it was gonna cost sixty bucks. One, it was in Santa Monica, which is fine because I like to go up to LA. Yeah, the one time a year I do. And then, uh, but also we were thinking like, man, I really want to just get lost in this movie, not Mm -hmm. to build up the expectations of it because I is always a disaster but i really didn't want to be sitting in my car hearing other cars go by and feel like i didn't get to really experience it I and feel if you don't like want to punch me in the face already i, you I do <laughs> but i feel like maybe do you think people would be like honking at parts that they liked no i, I don't be think worried about that you what's funny though is they do that at comedy shows like okay, outdoor well. comedy shows but no they wouldn't do that okay but people would probably be talking because, like, how immersed could you get in a in a drive-in movie? Yeah, you, you can't know? really. Like, not for something like that. Grease is a good Clueless? drive-in movie. <laughs> oh, Clueless? that's right. We Clu- wanted to see Clueless, but it was sold Clueless out. Clueless was also that playing. It was sweet. sold out. But like, that's a fun drive-in movie. Or yeah. or like Grease. That's a terrible movie. Anyway, you swing it. Okay, but that type <laughs> of movie is like I've seen it twenty times. I don't yeah. really care. It's more fun to just be here. Right. So anyway, we So we're going to just... wait for it. So in case you guys want to try a new movie, it's going to come out in a couple of weeks to stream. So. Okay, that's a really good one. Um well, you know we started wants... watching This Is Us again. Did we mention that last time? I think we did. Uh we did. And we're caught up, so now we're pissed. I'm fine with that cuz I just I'm really want to get back into watching movies. This is not a movie podcast. Sorry guys. Something I'm really geeked up on or obsessed with. We need to find a title for this. My lovely wife. You may have known her, Amanda. You may not have known me. Nobody knows me. (laughs) Take it away. Yellow. And captivate us. Perfect for an audio format. Well, what do you think? It's uh, 10 out of 10. Love it. Thank you. I've really gotten back into some old music I've been listening to. Uh, specifically by a man named Andrew McMahon. Who is the... Uh, He was the lead singer of a band called Something Corporate, and then he was the lead singer of a band called Jack's Mannequin, and now he plays solo by Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness. I'll admit, the new stuff, not my favorite couple of really incredible songs from his new stuff. But it's mainly the old Something Corporate, Jack's Mannequin stuff I've been listening to uh, on repeat for the past week. And I have to say, I freaking love it. 10 out of 10 for you. Yes. And uh, if you never listened to it, I would go back. Take a listen. I our, think um, our end ceremony like wedding song was that we walked back down the aisle yes. as we were husband and wife. This was the song we play we used and I would have used more of them too, but you know, we gotta spread the love. But uh, you know, we had to have a DJ and he decided to play red red wine, you know okay. on his own so fucking accord. Not by ours. People who were had apparently authority over what happened at the wedding got to decide whether or not we had a dj we didn't want it we wanted to make like a five-hour playlist and just look play. music was our world 
and we just we wanted that. If anything, I think we wanted the music to be very specific. We didn't and care it was what like else generic happened. Generic as fucking generic yeah. would be. Now and that was very upsetting. Now I will say I'm glad that the um, uh, DJ played a bunch of dance music because we did we wouldn't have put dance music in there, and we got some great memories from dancing and watching other people dance <laughs> watching everybody else dance yeah. yeah so that would have never happened if we would have just played our like indie hipster shit for Look, four it hours was like a 12 o'clock noon wedding and you can't dance at that time well anyway. apparently they can and i have great memories so i'm glad that I that have happened great memories too thank but you but when we met with the dj we have we were like these are the songs you cannot play you cannot play the chicken dance you can't play michael jackson uh <laughs> Hokey pokey. I don't no know. No hokey pokey. But my, <laughs> uh, what I wanted to say was no Michael Jackson. Uh, I don't know if you've heard. I've heard. Yeah. There's a whole documentary about it. There's anyway, um, and no red, red wine. Basically, he brought I don't up the- even, I don't know if we said no- We did. Because did he brought out the list of like, these are all the wedding favorites. And we we're like, basically none of those. Yeah. We were like, no wedding favorites. Yeah. We don't play that way. Yeah. We're like, we but- don't want to hear any of that stuff. We just want to hear- Oh, you know what? I do remember him being like, well, you want it to be like things that people can dance to and, and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, and we're like, and, fair and enough. And I just wanted to be like, yeah, yeah, fair enough. But also, like, I want to be deep into this music. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Play that at, like, the dance times, but everything else, like, it's got to be. So there was a lot of stuff that we um, kind of, I guess, I guess, choreographed. Like, the whole ceremony was... Uh, well, time with was, all our all our own music. The the DJ didn't have anything to do with the ceremony. Right. They just we just said this song gets played while this happens. This song plays while this happens. But well, once it was like a free for all at this at the reception. But he wasn't there at the ceremony. Yeah, I know. This is a different guy. Yeah. Free for all at the reception was like the reception was this DJ and he did whatever the fuck he wanted. Yeah. And then he made us, he forced us to do some Barbie and Ken doll Which game. we never signed up to do. We, we never agreed to no do it. no fucking idea. We, we were clueless we didn't as do to it. this game he threw on us. And so, of course, you know, we can't say when anything we had the because meeting with it's him. there happening in the reception. Everyone's staring at us. Yeah. When we had to meet with him to go over like the music, we told him all the music we wanted. He was like, I've never heard of any of this. And was yeah. Like, well, don't, don't, you don't have to. It's one of those TikToks like, tell me you're lame without telling me you're lame. Exactly. Cut to him going, I've never heard of any of this music. All you, do, you look it up on iTunes, buddy. It's there. And Trust me. That's why we were like, we, we, we know you don't ever heard of we this. We just need our friend to Can push you just play. plug in our iPod for yeah. us? No, I got it. I got it. Okay. Cut to here's some thriller. I don't need somebody to be like, okay, next song, yeah. everybody. Help, help, hey, everybody, get on the dance floor. Like, no, we don't. It was need weird. Some cheesy but anyway, shit like we that. did get to have some of our. This music took a in turn, but that's okay. Yeah, clearly some pent up stuff. But oh, um, you have no. We're gonna be married for twelve years in April, and I'm still furious. But we walked down the aisle to this, which is a Jack's Mannequin song. Oh, yeah. I swim across an ocean, it's my mattress in the basement I'm sweating out excuses that would make your stomach turn The road we drove last night stretched from the desert to Las Vegas We filled our cups and lit one up and the snow began to burn Etc. Etc. And on it goes. So um, anyway, back to the whole point of this. Andrew McMahon. His bands are Something Corporate, Jack's Mannequin, and Andrew exactly. McMahon in the Wilderness. Um, brilliant. You know what I like about this episode is that um, I've got like twelve more bullet points that we can save for another episode. That's never happened. No, I knew we wouldn't get through all these, but I've got some. I've got some whoppers in here. For example, oh, next wow. week we're going to talk about Mall Kid. What's that? Everybody! <laughs> <laughs> or are you a Mall Kid? What does that mean? <laughs> Next I'll episode will you... be much more fun. I okay, think. I'll ask you next episode what that means because I truly have no idea. Maybe I'll tell you about the dozen donuts guy. Who? You'll find out next week. 
uh, and many more. I think next week we'll talk about the Oscars, the Globes. Are they stupid? Yeah. Are they good? Why? Mm. Anyway, let's wrap it up. Let's feed these kids. What time is it? 5.30. Wow. P.M. Thank you, everybody. You've been a joy. It's been a real pleasure. Um, I'm sure we're the only ones who can say that. It has been a pleasure and a privilege. And I am so thankful for you. (laughs) And we will see you next time.